Welcome, everyone, to another special AEW hot take. Norbs and Tommy here. Uh, Paul is not, not yours. <laughs> mine is something. Not yours. <laughs> mine says, "Wake up with a peaceful mind and be grateful." Heart. Exactly. Exactly. What awesome. we both are. Uh, so Paula couldn't join us, guys. Uh, it's her birthday, though. So uh, you know, happy birthday, Paula. Uh, she will be back with us uh, next week. So, uh, yes, looking forward to that. But hopefully, Paul's having an amazing birthday. Uh, Norbs and I are here. So we're going to talk about the past AEW Dynamite Beach Break. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's let's just get started, Norbs. So uh, first topic on the agenda, Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes TNT title ladder match. What did you think of it, man? Well, it's just one of those matches that AEW loves, you know, the, the ladder match and no holds barred and everything goes. Uh, I really uh, was, um, uh, this, this match was, was like really uh, exciting to me. Uh, Sammy Guevara, Cody Rhodes uh, battling for the undisputed TNT championship. As you know, uh, Cody Rhodes is the, uh, was the champion going into the match and Sammy Guevara was the interim champion while Cody was out with COVID. So they had a uh, uh, undisputed championship match tilt, and this was uh, th- this was not a very uh, disappointing match at all. It was a it was a one for the record books. It's probably a match of the year candidate for me. Uh, not you know the the fans just uh, didn't um, uh, really disappoint at all. Uh, they they were excited for this one. It was a back and forth uh, tilt. Um, Sammy Guevara with his uh, aerial maneuvers as he, as you know as he watched in the match, uh, and um, yeah, ended up winning the the title, and it was exciting, rather exciting one for the record books for sure. I would like to take it back, Norbs, because I said last time it was a bland topic between these two guys <laughs> two weeks ago. What an exciting match it was! Probably uh, probably one of the best I've seen this year in AEW. Like you said before, Sammy Guevara, high flyer. Cody Rhodes had some high flying moves himself. He's not old yet, right? So I uh, still, still young, can still wrestle too. But man, that ladder match! Like I mean, these were moves that you can literally like hurt yourself in in real life, and they were doing it back and forth uh, on top of the ladder. Guevara jumping on one ladder and jumping again and just uh, just just DDTing uh, Cody Rhodes. And then Cody Rhodes doing a spin breaker uh, also from the top of the uh, ladder. <laughs> like, it was just, these are moves that could hurt you. And they put their life on the line to give the fans of AEW a show at Beach Break. Kudos to both of them. No one's the real loser. But in the end, uh, you know, uh, Sammy Guevara went on top. I hope. A match like that happens again uh, if, if it's between uh, Guevara and Rhodes or two, or more wrestlers because that was just what a way to kick off beach break, right? So kudos to them. Uh, Cody Rhodes, I saw him in the post afterwards. He was stating that, you know, what a class act. He he wasn't down on himself. He said he said he wouldn't want any other man to have a TNT title than Co- um, Sammy Guevara, who Cody Rhodes mentored and brought into AEW, he was saying. So Kudos to a class act by Cody Rhodes. And yeah, they, they, uh, you know, hats off to Sammy too. It was a great match. So yeah. All right. Topic number two, my favorite uh, uh, for uh, this episode, MJF CM Punk incident. North, what did you think of that one? Uh, as far as I can see, I, I think this, this feud is, is uh, reaching a fever pitch. 
uh, to me. Uh, they were in Cleveland on uh, Dynamite, and uh, as as you know, whenever MJF uh, comes out of uh, the, uh, the the lock the, the locker room and goes into the the ring, like he just um, you know uh, gives the city that he's at a mouthful, and it wasn't a surprise for MJF to make fun of Cleveland. Uh, in in uh, in in beach break because uh, you know MJF better go hide somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, you know MJF, CM Punk just continued on their their uh, beautiful mic work, their beautiful mastery of the promos. And uh, MJF finally announced that uh, he's gonna be facing CM Punk next week on Dynamite, and it's gonna be in Chicago next week uh, because of. Well, you know, C- CM Punk is from Chicago, so uh, the the most uh, the most anticipated match has finally come. MJF no longer hiding from his allies. So, uh, yes, this this match is gonna take place. And um, basically, after after MJF does his promo, uh, he uh, you know uh, Sean Spears and Wardlow comes out and attacks CM Punk. So, uh, yes, uh, this this promo is. Uh, you know, reaching the fever pitch, and who knows? Like it, it could continue on after Dy- after Dynamite next week. This this feud is just great. Absolutely, this is uh, the most entertaining feud I've seen probably in AEW history. The two, the great CM Punk and the great MJF, just going at at the mic, guys. Uh, MJF, man, he's just uh, entertaining as usual. Uh, knocking the city of Cleveland, but I, uh, man, I, I'd seriously ask for security. Like he goes to every city and does this. <laughs> I mean, I don't want him to get harmed, right? Because he's so great at the mic and playing such a great heel for AEW that I don't want to get bodily harmed by a fan. But yeah, it was just epic again with those two. I'm so glad AEW has not um, finished that rivalry yet. So I hope they keep that going. Uh, yeah, it's going to be in Chicago. Well, but will MJF actually come through with his promise? And f- I don't know. I'm kind of iffy, Norbs, because you know he's always, always been avoiding CM Punk, and CM Punk always has wanted to fight him for months. And now he's saying, "All right, we'll do it in Chicago." But I don't know. MJF always has something up his sleeve, so I don't know if he's going to go with his word and say, "Yeah, I'm going to fight CM Punk." Like, I think he's got something up his sleeve, Norbs. Maybe a, a handicap match. <laughs> He'll do on uh, CM Punk a three-on-one. Like, I don't know. Something's off with this. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be something else. And you guys, should, all the viewers should not miss that one. Uh, CM Punk and MJF, it's it's going to be a great one. But, yeah, it's uh, right. I just, uh, the way that ended, though, like, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I knew it end where uh, MJF just got his uh, pinnacle crew to, to take care of CM Punk, right? So, that was, uh, you know, you know, MGF's always one step ahead of everyone else, right? But uh, I don't know, something's up. Hopefully, CM Punk has some backup this time because uh, he can't take on the whole pinnacle, right? So, you know, Warlord himself uh, on his own, like CM Punk's got a problem. With. So, like, I mean, he hopefully have some backup in Chicago coming up next week. All right, guys. So we are gonna go with the final topic, and uh, the final topic is, of course. The main event at Beach Break, baby, Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy, Mr. Cool. So, Norv, what did you think of that main event at Beach Break? It was a good match. Uh, AEW, once again, uh, promoting the Lights Out match uh, situation, non-sanctioned. 
uh, basically non-sanctioned matches, meaning that uh, AEW is not responsible for any uh, of the win-loss uh, records uh, between the two, and also they're not responsible for anything that happens to the combatants. Uh, basically, it's a simple definition of a lights-out match, uh, non-sanctioned. Uh, this one, again, uh, to me, was one for the record books, uh, you know, continuing on the feud between the elite and best friends. Um, Adam Cole uh, challenged Orange Cassidy to this match from the past Dynamite because, you know, uh, Orange Cassidy accidentally uh, bumped uh, Dr. Britt Baker DMD to the table, which irated uh, the boyfriend, Adam Cole. So they had this uh, lights out match uh, again, like back and forth. The two go, um, you know, the defense really, the defense in Cleveland was really had really a good treat uh, on Dynamite. Uh, seeing all those um, high impact uh, brutality happening, and uh, not not to mention uh, in the middle of the match, Dan Housen, a former ROH superstar. Oh, yes. Uh, makes his debut from under the ring Housing. and apparently puts a curse on Adam Cole. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ad, uh, um, Dan, Dan Housen scary. is very nice, very nice, very evil, a macabre figure. Uh, yeah, we, you know, he's a very familiar face. Uh, and yeah, just put a puts a curse on Adam Cole somewhat. And uh, could this linger on uh, in in the um, you know the, the the ongoing feud between the elite and best friends? I mean. Um, yeah, Orange Cassidy ended up winning the match uh, from the staging area, so it was uh, it was was a really uh, dangerous and you know death-defying match uh, between those two, and yeah, it, it was a good match, high impact style and lots of action, lots of back and forth. Yeah, and I totally agree with you, Norbs. It was very action-packed. Uh, Cleveland got a great treat uh, for by the whole card, especially the main event. Uh, hopefully, they'll come to Toronto, Canada, and we'll get the same treat uh, as well. It's got a question about the name Beach Break. Like, I mean, uh, what was that name about? <laughs> uh, Break at the Beach? Like, Cleveland? They were frozen. They were frozen. Cleveland's a cold were- Cleveland's. Yeah, they were in Frozen Lake Erie in in Cleveland for a beach break. It was uh, quite unorthodox to I to mean, have a, an event named Beach Break in Cleveland, Ohio, in the middle of January. I am not gonna knock City of Cleveland; like, they're a great sports town, right? But Beach Break in cold Cleveland—it's like having you know—it's like having a, a beach party in Toronto in the middle of January. And we're the best city in the world, Toronto, Canada. But uh, Beach Break in the middle of a cold city—I just um. Anyways, it was uh, but but the but the, you know, the the lettering and the little color graphics and you know display was good. I'll give them that. I'll give AEW that. But yeah, that was that was odd. <laughs> the beach break in the middle of the winter, kind of odd. Norbs, kind of odd. But uh, on on uh, saying that, uh, yeah, main event was great. Finally, Orange Cassidy comes on top after the Super Elite was just totally destroying. Uh, best friends for the past uh, couple of months. They're always getting the upper hand. Finally, it was good to see uh, best friend Orange Cassidy come on top against Adam Cole. Great match. Could have went either way. I love the ending where, uh, you know, Cassidy just took Adam Cole and threw him th- through, like, through, a su- uh, through the stanchion and just uh, pinned him for one, two, three. But uh, overall, it was a great match. Uh, both wrestlers just went hard at it 
and uh, you know risk their lives uh, to entertain the fans again. So, I mean, yeah, kudos to both wrestlers. But finally, Orange Cassidy wins the match. Surprise, Britt Baker and Chris Statlander weren't uh, cornering the men. I guess they weren't allowed. But uh, yeah, kudos. They, uh, you know what, the main event uh, was built in a, it, for Beach Break, and it came out on top. So the opening was good, and the main event was great, uh, Norb. So yeah. Well, guys, so basically, uh, before we conclude, Norbs, uh, do you, any uh, any uh, thing to say that's coming up next week on uh, AW Dynamite? Uh, what you see so far? I'm looking forward uh, to CM Punk and MJF, I'll be honest, in Chicago. Yes, definitely. I think that's the most anticipated uh, we're going to see. And quite frankly, it's probably, uh, I mean, so far, so far in the, um, the program, I think it's uh, what the fans will be tuning in to watch um just uh, you know uh, sticking their their butts to the seats as what uh, tony Schiavone always uh always alludes to uh his, his one of his famous quotes butts in seats so that's definitely what the fans will be uh looking forward to next week as they watch cm punk and mjf uh, go at it uh finally one-on-one um uh, who knows? Uh, there, there could be a lot of interferences in this match because it's uh, so. I, it, so far, it's a, it's a one-on-one match. It's not like a you know stipulation-based match like a steel cage or no holds barred or whatever, or you know um, the pinnacle barred from ringside. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, a barn burner again in Chicago, CM Punk's hometown, and where MJF uh, completely mouthed off the fans before. So, yes, uh, yeah, I'm highly anticipated. So we'll definitely see uh, how it goes. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a great match. Hopefully MJF won't pull any a stunt where I have a feeling he will because he's always smart and ahead of the game doors. But uh, hopefully it'll just be one-on-one and uh, in CM Punk's hometown, Chicago. So... I'm thinking, Norms, you can get your credit card out and uh, pay for you, me, and Paula to go to Chicago uh, next week for Dynamite <laughs> Live, and we can see the match. And it's a win-win for everybody, right? You just pay for the trip next week for us to Chicago. Oh, well, absolutely, uh, and you cover for the PCR tests uh, as as we co- as we go along uh, into this journey. <laughs> How much for the PCR test? Uh, I'm not sure. Are they like hundreds uh, of dollars think- or? Yeah, I think if you take it from from overseas, it's yeah, it's, it costs a lot. All right, I'll, I'll get my brother's credit card on that one. So it's a win win for me. You know? <laughs> I use my brother's yeah. credit card for the PCR test. We, we need then... a we need a backup, and that that would be a good backup uh, credit card. Uh, we'll get we'll get Paula's uh, credit card maybe when she's she doesn't know this and uh, use use the money <laughs> for the trip and the PCR test. Uh, How can poor, we? Poor Paula, she'll she'll need her credit card for her birthday. You know, she she's got like a lot. Oh, of, she's not on your birthday today. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. We and we gotta sing her. Lots to prepare for her birthday. We gotta sing her happy birthday next show, Norbs. You know, we gotta do it, man. We gotta do it. You know, although her birthday's today, we got we gotta definitely sing her happy birthday next week. But uh, all right, that okay. So I'll get the credit card from you and my brother and Paula, and then it's a win-win, and we'll we'll, we'll travel next week. To Chicago. <laughs> but anyways, guys, deal, uh, this thing, it's uh, thanks for joining Norbs and I uh, for a special AW hot take, and uh, stay tuned for more episodes of Tea Time with Tommy Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is Tommy. That's Norbs signing out. Out. 
Hey everyone, it's Brittany from Tea Time with Tommy, and don't forget to catch Tea Time with Tommy and click the subscribe button on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify. And if you don't click the subscribe button, Tommy will be a very, very, very cranky old man. So let's not have that. So make sure you click the like and subscribe button.